So you are listening to SSSN Sip and Girl Talk podcast. I am your host, Quanda Jackson, and our topic today will be discovering your purpose. And I have with me this evening to have this conversation with me, one of my spiritual sisters, Saida. So Saida, tell everyone hello. Hi, good evening, and thank you so much for having me, Kwanda. And it's definitely a pleasure. So this is SSSN Sip and Girl Talk. So Saida, I hope you got your sip available. <laughs> I got me some water over here. That's I it. hope you got you some sparkling cider or some tea or something, because we're going <laughs> to need it for this conversation this evening. Yes, ma'am. I have my water as well. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> we are ready. And again, our topic is discovering your purpose. And I think this is a very relevant topic today. I have a lot of people that I converse with sometimes. And one of the questions that they have is, what is my purpose? Like, I'm still trying to figure it out. I know sometimes we feel like when you get a certain age, you should know what your purpose is. But mm -hmm. that's not always the case because, again, um, I do have some people that I talk to on a regular basis that are still working through that. Right. So um, one of the books that I thought would be an excellent book to look at as we work through this together, Saida, mm -hmm is The Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren. Have you read that book before? I have read it before. It's been a little while, but I definitely mm -hmm. have read it before. Okay. Um, I remember it, it's been a while for me as well, but it, it actually, it stuck with me. Mm -hmm. And as a matter of fact, um, I remember I used to work for Sears Credit at the time when this book was really popular and um, we, we were actually going through a transition where they were laying people off and they were um, transitioning out from being Sears credit to eventually closing. And it was a excellent opportunity during that time. A lot of people were trying to figure out what would they do next, mm -hmm. you know, once they transition out. So, I began to share with some of my coworkers at that time the book Purpose Driven Life. My mother and I had read it previously, and I just thought it was excellent for that time. So right. some of the um, people that I work with, we began to do like the small groups outside of work. And we um, went through the book, and there were other churches as well that were going through the Purpose Driven Life small groups. And it was an excellent opportunity for people to begin to kind of figure out what God was saying to them during that time mm -hmm. or um, for him even revealing what their next step would be. Right. So I don't know if you exactly remember at what time um, that you came across the Purpose Driven Life. Mm -hmm. I do. Actually, um, a young lady that I used to be roommates with, um, it was a little early on, I would say, in my walk with the Lord. It was probably around the early to mid 2000s. Um, mm -hmm. Her mother actually gave the book to me as a gift. 
Um, so that was well over 10 years ago at this point, um, mm-hmm. 10, maybe 15 years ago. So it's been, it's been a good while. Um, it could have been right, right around the time the book first came out, but yeah, my friend's mm-hmm. mother gave it to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. And do you remember at that time, did you uh, read it immediately or was it one of those situations where you was like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm not quite ready to read it now, but when it's time, you know, I'm going to jump right into Mm -hmm. it. It it definitely was. um, I'm not ready at the time. Um, And I I appreciated the book when she gave it to me. I thought it was pretty intriguing when I just, just at a glance, taking a look and taking a look at it and I'm reading the jacket, um, flipping through it. And I can't, I had already heard of it. Um, Mm -hmm. And I believe that it had been brought up in, in my church as well during the same time. Um, so I had heard of it before. So when I got it, I was already intrigued by it, but I just, I was not at a place at that time where I was quite ready to Mm -hmm. sit down and and really dive into it. So I picked it up a little bit later after I got it. Mm -hmm. Do you remember how much longer was it within the same year or? It was within the same year. It was okay. within the same year, I do believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I know for me, um, I again, I, I actually went through it twice. I read mm-hmm. it first time. Like I said, my mother and I did it together. Oh, and awesome. I know that's what um, some people were actually doing it at the time mm-hmm. when the book really became popular was choosing a partner or someone to hold them accountable so they can kind of read through it right. and discuss it so you can get more out of it and look at it and say hey what did you get out of it, uh, this particular chapter and vice versa and it just became um, conversational mm-hmm. and it, it it was definitely to me one of those books that that I never forget it's like a one of those things that you know for I guess for me for a lot of people it was either confirmation right. or it was like it was wakening something up on the inside of you Mm -hmm. that was not quite there until you went through the purpose driven life and just really held on to the different concepts and the different um, life changing information that Rick Warren shared in that book. Mm -hmm. So do you remember um, for you what may have stood out to you? Um. It, it helped me to gain a more clear understanding of what purpose is and how mm-hmm. God defines purpose for all of us. Cause you know, God in, in his infinite wisdom, um, I believe that he has given a definition of purpose for all of us um, as his children, you know, as a whole we have mm-hmm. a definition of purpose that he's um he's given and then he additionally gives us purpose individually as well so mm-hmm. um and I, I really believe that the book helped to hone in on you know some of those specific things that god has given and and in, and helped to explain them um in a way that was um a little a little easier to understand than mm-hmm. some other, mm-hmm. you know, types of context that you may try to try to dive into about about that same uh, topic. So it was, a, I guess, a really easy read, and just really helped to make it 
a lot more simplistic. I agree. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree. And um, the the one thing that I want us to kind of talk more about today in the Purpose Driven Life, mm-hmm. Rick Warren, he did mention the uh, we were created for five particular purposes. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll go ahead and, and kind of review those purposes for those that are familiar with the book as well as those that may not be familiar. But we're going to focus on just one. But in the book, he talks about the reason why we were created. Um, And again, it's a purpose-driven life. So it's about just purpose and just helping us to get a better grasp uh, grasp of what purpose is Mm -hmm. and how how that relates to us and who we are and why why we were created. So the five reasons he said or he talked about in the book is worship, fellowship, discipleship, ministry, and evangelism. So in his mind, these were the reasons why we were Mm -hmm. created. This is the purpose of why God created us is to worship, to fellowship, discipleship, ministry, and evangelism. Mm -hmm. But the one that, that really is significant to our conversation this evening is the one that talks about ministry. And in the book, when he began to pull out some things about ministry he talked about how we were shaped for serving God and of course we know basically ministry is how we attend to the needs or we serve Mm -hmm. someone so I think when we hear that word a lot of people feel like well I'm not a minister you know I didn't go through training Mm -hmm. or I didn't go through seminary but it's not even complicated exactly. like that. It's it's even more simple than um, looking at it from that standpoint. It's just looking at the fact of our purpose and the reason why one of the reasons we were created is to do mm-hmm. ministry is to we were shaped to serve God. And in serving God, God gives us these abilities to understand our purpose as it ties into what we will end mm-hmm. up ultimately doing in life right and so I just want to name um when he talked about shape and then you know I want to hear from you and and how you feel about it but when he talked about shape is shaped s-h-a-p-e-d but he talks about our shape s-h-a-p-e for serving God and he breaks it down and he talks about our purpose of serving ties into one shape the s is for spiritual gifts so he gives an acronym um the second letter is h which stands for heart Mm -hmm. the second letter is a which stands for abilities the fourth letter is p which stands for personality and then the e stands for experiences so it's S-H-A-P-E, which is spiritual gifts, heart, abilities, personality, and experiences. And all of this ties into how we are shaped for serving mm-hmm. God. And again, if we look at this, we can then begin to figure out how we can discover and understand our purpose. Mm-hmm. So what do you think about that? I think it's um it's it absolutely ties right into the five uh 
different types of purpose or different, um, I don't know what we call them, degrees or levels um, because they mm-hmm. can work individually. They can all work together. Um, mm-hmm. and, but it is the core. So um, I, I think it, it's, it's a foundation uh, mm-hmm. that definitely gives us a, a, a map or a blueprint or a start of, of such things to be able to serve God, you know, so we, we have to know where to start, you know, if, if I'm new mm-hmm. and I don't know what exactly means to serve God, because that really is a broad term, a broad, broad word mm-hmm. and, um, serve God. What does that mean? He's a huge God. So like you were saying earlier, you know, a lot of people don't th- can, can take the terms, um, that we hear spoken so often you know, in the Bible, in, in church, in ministry, in different, in different, um, uh, in different, um, groups or, you know, encounters and we can hear these things and, and think, wow, that's big. That's, that's much, much bigger than I Mm -hmm. see myself. You know, where do I fit Mm -hmm. into that? So how can I little old me serve God? So, um, I think that this, this shaped acronym kind of hones that in and, and helps to, mm-hmm. to show how you, me, we individually have something that we can mm-hmm. contribute to serving God as we all mm-hmm. join mm-hmm. together as a body to serve him. But we each, like I said earlier, have our own individual roles to play. So I think everybody can find that something. That is in so that. true. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is so true. And it reminds me also, Saida, as you stated with Rick Warren and how he makes this so Mm -hmm. simple for us. It's not per se uh, just for someone who is Mm -hmm. in the church serving. I think a lot of times when we read certain books or we hear certain conversations, we may tune them out because we may feel like, well, that doesn't really yeah. apply to me. You know, I may not be active in the church or I may not even, you know, be a part of a church right. right now. But you can take this in discovering your purpose and you can um, take these nuggets that he's given us and think about for, you know, you or I as mm-hmm. an individual how we understand what it is that we're supposed to be doing or what, you know, how God has called us out to operate Mm -hmm. in a certain way or to be in a certain area or a certain job or, you know, he, if you um, just take a step back and think about the families that we belong to, or if we think about, the um, area mm-hmm. where we live, um, God has put us there for a specific yeah. purpose. And sometimes, you know, we may not like, how, how did I even get here? How was I led to live in this certain community? Or how was I led to be on this certain job or to go mm-hmm. to this certain school? You know, what wherever we are. And then we begin to think about there's right. a purpose for it. And I know in my experience, I began to look at, sit sit back and, and look at how things began to line up. 
Um, the one thing that I knew about myself at an early age was mm-hmm. that I was a leader. That's good. And mm-hmm. how did I know that? I recall certain mm-hmm. jobs that I worked at, even at an early age. Even mm-hmm. and I go even I go back further than that. When I was in school, I was captain mm-hmm. of the cheerleading squad. So that was, you know, one of the signs, okay, if if you're a leader, that's going to be a position that you're going to right. want to be in. You know, if you're a follower, you may say, well, no, mm-hmm. that's too much for me. And so sometimes if, you know, if we go back and we begin as we're trying to discover our purpose or have an understanding of what it is that God has called us to do or who to be, um, we begin, you know, you can go back as far as that and say, okay, I know I was a yeah. cheerleader in high school. And then not shortly after I graduated, or actually my last year of high school, I was doing a work program where I was on a job. And um, I began to get more and more responsibilities mm-hmm. on that job because I was displaying leadership dependability and all of those things and then over time I started to get positions of leadership whether it be at an early age I became an assistant Mm -hmm. manager and so it's like you know you start to look at that like wow okay God is showing me where my strengths are and so um, I began to understand that where God wanted Mm -hmm. me to be it was somehow it had to be in the area of leading wow. other people that's good that's good mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. my my situation is pretty similar um yeah okay. I'm, I'm amazed by that um <laughs> very similar yeah I, I, you know we mm-hmm. we are similar we so. are. yeah <laughs> yeah so that's that's definitely something that you say okay now I kind of see why you Mm -hmm. and I connected yes (laughs) yes we were um I would say uh released into this earth within six days less than a week of one another um you know so God just amazing and how he does Mm -hmm. things um so yeah my my background my um first job second third job it's just about, about the same um started out mm-hmm. just being a, a cashier on my first job and then mm-hmm. before I mm-hmm. knew it my manager was leaning heavily on me to help get things done in the store you know I'm a high school student mm-hmm. um but she would give me responsibilities that she told me herself she could lose her job if she was caught <laughs> having me do the things that she was having me do um yeah so she was wow. like but I know you'll get it done and I know you'll do it you'll do it correctly you know so she really trusted mm-hmm. me even to the point of um picking me up when she needed me to which was something else that she could have lost her job for but if she needed someone to step in right away or you know she's in a pinch she would call me you know and mm-hmm. and I, I really appreciated it even though um, even now I look back on those times and I'll be like, wow, um, what did she really see in me? But then I thought about it even further than mm-hmm. that. A lot of what I did and what I was um, able to do in, in helping her in that store 
and what I did other jobs after that, it's just what I was trained to do at home. You know, it's, it's how my mother taught me mm. to be, you know, yeah, my mother deep. taught me to be responsible. She taught me to, you know, keep your area clean. Mm-hmm. You know, you go out the house looking a certain mm-hmm. way, you know, if you're going to do something, do it well, don't do it, you know, haphazardly mm-hmm. or you're not give it your all do it well, you know, and I was already in school doing well, making good grades. I was already in all advanced classes. So kind of the same thing, you know, just seeing I I wasn't like some of the other kids that, that I was around. Um, and mm-hmm. I did notice that I had a leadership quality and even more so than that, mm-hmm. I also, um, I learned that I, I like to, to teach people and tell people how mm-hmm. to do what I could do. You know, I like to help people know how to do the same things they wanted to know. So not only that job, but the one after it, um, I quickly became a, a one of the supervisors in that um, position. And still, I was in high school, in high school or just had just graduated mm-hmm. high school. So I was, you know, still very young. Um, so, yeah, just very similar stories. Mm-hmm. So that that mm-hmm. leadership quality was, was definitely just like you, something that stood out from an early age. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you made a great point also. When mm-hmm. you mentioned your mom, because that that reminded me of my experience as well with mm-hmm. growing up and just watching and observing right. my mother. She was a mm-hmm. very hard worker. She was dependable. She was consistent. Nice. So those were some things that she displayed, you know, in, mm-hmm. in the home as well as us seeing her go out and um, work. And she stayed on her job for uh, Mm -hmm. over 30 years. She retired from her job. So she Mm -hmm. continued to set that example before us. And I, you know, displayed some Mm -hmm. of those same qualities. And and, um, over time, I began to feel like, you know what? My mom is actually my role model. And um, sometimes we need mm-hmm. those role models, whether they're our mothers or fathers or older siblings or, you know, who, whoever God has put mm-hmm. in front of us to kind of be that example and that symbol of what it is that he's calling us to do. So I, uh, I'm definitely grateful mm-hmm. that I had that role model in front of me to help me to understand more about who I was during that time and what God put on the inside of me so Mm -hmm. that that is so true that um it makes a difference who God has set before us to kind of help guide us in the area to to have a better understanding of why we're doing what we're doing and at the time we may not understand like you said even as simple mm-hmm. as cleaning up our rooms, you know, we back in why? the day, yeah. Like, why did I clean up my room? <laughs> like, I want to be outside, I want to do something fun, and right. I got to make up my bed and keep. I got to do these dishes. I remember my mom used to say, Yeah, you, you got to do the dishes, and you know, what mm-hmm. and what they're uh, what they were yep. teaching us at that time is 
how important it is to do chores and to, you know, make sure things are orderly and things are clean. And so that transfers over Mm -hmm. later on in life. It shaped us for serving in their Mm -hmm. houses. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You are so right. And we might have didn't want to do it at that time. But before you know Mm -hmm. it, you became good at it. And then you're Mm -hmm. like, hey, okay. When I when I'm That's working right. for this job, I'm working just as hard mm-hmm. as I worked at home. You know, right. when I'm in school, <clears throat> I'm working just as hard, and it's Absolutely. like that's instilled in you. Mm-hmm. And over time, it just becomes a part right. of who you are. Like I said, um, integrity is what you yeah. do when nobody is looking. You know, and that's mm-hmm. the type of thing that that sticks with me. And so, even now to this day. I still, <laughs> I have the same habits of what my mom trained me to do. So I still can't, you know, get up and leave the house without making my bed. You know, I still can't mm. function mm-hmm. in mess, you know, so I have to make sure things are clean. Mm-hmm. They're organized to the best of my ability. You know, I, I still practice a lot of those same mm-hmm. things. So even in, in the workplace, it translates mm-hmm. in the same way. Um, you know, I like for things to, to function a certain type of way. You know, I like for things to be neat and to be in order. You know, so it, it mm-hmm. again, it goes back mm-hmm. to what we were talking about earlier in, in that SHAPE acronym. Everything is working together. You may not understand why certain experiences come along, like you said, mm-hmm. but it does have a mm-hmm. greater purpose. Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah, <clears throat> you are so right. And I, I also, as I look at this acronym and I think about discovering my purpose, the one thing that at an early age that would, became important to me, in addition to the training that we were getting at the time, we didn't realize it was the training, but I had a passion for young people, like for the youth. Even though I was a youth, I was passionate about other young people. So I remember um, when I was in college, we had to do a paper and we had to talk about our different experiences and uh, different things that Mm -hmm. transpired in our lives that kind of help us to have a better understanding of who we were during that time. And I remember in that story that I wrote or in that paper that I wrote, I talked about when my cousin had passed away and Mm -hmm. I remember he was killed. um, I believe it was by, one of his friends at that time, I don't know if it was done by mistake or Mm -hmm. if it was done on purpose, but that really did something to me as Mm -hmm. far as it created something on the inside of me to say, what can we do to talk to our youth about the importance of who they are and to prevent them from making mistakes like that or doing things that were just crazy, you know, Mm. things that were unheard of because 
they didn't have maybe the help they needed Mm -hmm. to process whatever you know they may have been going or that individual may have been going through at that time right to do such an act and then to look at how that impacted us you know the family Mm -hmm. of the individual that was killed and so I began to understand that I had a passion for young people a passion for speaking to them and being that ear for them and just helping them to work through right. whatever issues and problems that they may have had or may be having. Right. Um, so somehow I knew back then that whatever I would be doing in life mm-hmm. would tie into me ministering or helping youth in some way, shape or form. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Mm-hmm. And so, um, again, we're talking about discovering your purpose. Right. So God was putting that passion in me way back then Mm -hmm. to say, you know, this is bothering you for a reason. You know, it wasn't just something that, oh, it happened. You know, I'm sad. I'm hurt. And I'll get over it. Mm -hmm. But it was something that, you know, I was writing about in this paper saying this did something to me this stirred up something in me right that said that I would somehow you know be an advocate or I would be talking to these young people to help them to have a better understanding of how to work through their issues mm-hmm. and their problems in a positive way instead of doing it in a negative way that's right and so um and that's why it it, it brings me back to what Rick Warren is saying when he talked about how we're shaped for serving God Mm -hmm. and the heart, you know, how, how do we understand or discover our purpose? Well, one way is to know whatever that thing that you have an interest or a passion for has to be tied into what it is that you'll be doing later on in life or even, you know, at the moment, it just Mm -hmm. depends on how quickly it takes off. Right. So do you have an experience like that? Or can you remember a time like that for you when you begin to see like there's something that, you know, God is showing me that's going to deal with me doing whatever it is that God has called me to do or um, whatever <clears throat> purpose it is that he's called me to. Yes. Um, it's a few different few different experiences for me um but one in particular and I, I actually was thinking about this not too long ago um mm-hmm. when I first joined um my church mm-hmm. um and you know Kwanda I come from um a, a, a Muslim background you know mm-hmm. my family was Muslims for at least three generations um mm-hmm. prior to to my generation Mm-hmm. and you know from my great grandparents and um and so once i was able to get to the point of beginning a relationship with the lord um and i joined the church that i'm at mm-hmm. um god like immediately put me into evangelism into mm-hmm. the evangelism ministry mm-hmm. and i was in the evangelism ministry for um for years and I re- and I remember like for the first several years just kind of asking God like why like why am I in this ministry 
Like, why did you put me in evangelism? Because what I was doing primarily in serving in evangelism was administration. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so um, I learned that I had a gift of administration being in the evangelism ministry. Mm-hmm. I learned that I have a gift for teaching being in the evangelism ministry. <laughs> I learned that I have a, um, I have a, a call to young women specifically, you know, mm-hmm. much like you're calling, I have a, a call to young women. Um, and, you know, so it, it was those types of things that came out of me being in this place of like, Lord, I, I really don't, I wasn't seeing the connection. I, the, the dots weren't connecting for me, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, but as you know, I began to just trust God where he put me as time went along, he began to show me and I'm still learning even to this mm-hmm. day, you know, what are some of these things that those very, you know, humble, but powerful beginnings, what they did to, again, shape me for where I am and for yes. where I'm going, you know? So, yeah, that's, that's one, one example that definitely stands out to me mm-hmm. of, of how purpose, you know, happened for me. Um, and just being able to, to get to a point of being able to define mm-hmm. what that purpose looks like for me. Yes, and, and like you said as well, it's not just one situation. Mm-hmm. If if we look, you know, go back and kind of look at it, we can see multiple things All taking right. place. And purpose, not just stopping at one particular situation or saying, you know, my purpose is just this. Mm-hmm. You can have more than one purpose that can all tie into like a greater purpose. And we know the greater purpose, of course, is us serving God Mm -hmm. and whatever it is that he's called us to. Right. When we are doing what we're supposed to be doing, that's serving him. Mm -hmm. And so um, from whatever, as Rick Warren talks about those abilities and those natural talents their natural talents that we have that tie into our purpose as well. Mm -hmm. And we kind of mentioned that when we talked about, you even said it with the administrative part. Mm -hmm. And that was another thing for me. My strength was, and still is administration. Mm -hmm. And that came with, if we go back to, as we stated, watching our mom and, you know, our mothers being that example and showing us what, an administrator looks like, mm-hmm. you know, in, in, in their own way. Right. And then to carry that with us when we became uh, assistant managers on our job mm-hmm. or we began to take on those leaderships, we were learning more about the administration process. Right. <clears throat> and so as that began to build and, um, and, and again, that's a, that's a natural talent. It's a talent that is, you know, for some people, it comes naturally. For others, they may have to work a little bit harder mm-hmm. at it. And I know for myself, I began to grow in that area administratively as I, you know, got older and started working in more advanced jobs. Right. 
that talent became even uh, a, a greater talent on the inside of me that I was able to say, okay, so now let me look at it. Let me take a step right. back. My passion is for the youth. Mm-hmm. And later on down the line, you know, that passion grew not only for young people, but it grew for women. Right. And so, you know, this passion has uh, grown from youth to women. And so, you know, it went about almost 10 years ago, mm-hmm. you know, God began to call me to to do the women's right. group, which is SSSN, which is now developed into this podcast as well mm-hmm. to um, not only help women, but also to help young girls mm-hmm. and for us to do the SSSN Little Sisters and for it to be my own organization, which, again, I take the administration piece that I got way back mm-hmm. when and grew in that area to be able to say I want to start my own organization, which I have to make sure that it's organized, make sure that, you know, I'm reaching out to the women, I'm reaching out to the girls, I'm bringing in other women who can, you know, help me to grow these organizations and to make sure that we're consistent. So again, God was showing me what this purpose would look like back then as the pieces began to come together to create a whole puzzle Mm -hmm. at this stage in my life. And so it's a matter of saying, okay, God, you know, you, you put this on the inside of me, you put this passion on the inside of me, you show me these abilities that I have, which ties into our experiences, Mm -hmm. which we talked about the jobs that we had you know, going to school and what we got out of, out of school, as well as looking at our mothers and being a part of the families that we are a part of, has all shaped us to have an understanding of what God has created us to do and what our purpose looks mm-hmm. like. So it's just amazing when you just kind of sit back and, and think about yes. that. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow, God, you, you are, you are really amazing. Like, oh my goodness, you are just so amazing. Mm -hmm. Yes, indeed. What an awesome God we serve, I tell you. Yes, yes, yes. So for Mm -hmm. you, Saida, what are you doing now as you're operating in your purpose? Um, Now I am... In the process of launching my ministry um, at my church, it is called Exodus, and it is um, a ministry that is geared towards um, those who are Muslims or come from a Muslim background or even any other background, um, any other religious background uh, that's not Mm -hmm. Christianity. Um, So it's more or less helping those who are presently in a situation like I was in when I came to the Lord Mm -hmm. and I was in that place where I knew I needed something more than what I was seeing, than what I was living, than what I was hearing. Um, But I didn't quite know how to find it. I didn't quite know how to put my Mm -hmm. fingers on it. And then I did grow to the point of realizing 
that what I was in search of was a a better and a more um, greater, I should say, a greater relationship with God. But even in that, Mm -hmm. I still did not know how to do it. I didn't know how to obtain it. And so while I was in that place, I stood still. I trusted the Lord to, to answer me, to show me, to teach me. And in the midst of that, that time period, he led me to, to the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, he didn't mm-hmm. lead me to stay with Islam. He led me to Jesus. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I awesome. have a heart for people that are in that same type of place where um, like, like, you know, it's called that, that meantime, that, that in between mm-hmm. place where you're, you want to um, grow your relationship with the Lord, but you're not quite sure how to, or you, um, you want to progress from one place to the next, but you don't quite know how to. So, you know, mm-hmm. God is, is, again, he's still teaching me and showing me the different levels of the giftings that he's given me. But I'm, I'm grateful um, to be trusted with Exodus and to get that ministry started at my church. And then out of that, um, and just trying to build that ministry, I have um, also gained some great relationships in uh, reaching out to other ministries that are presently doing something to minister to Muslims. And so I reached out mm-hmm. uh, to some ministries that are in uh, Clarkston, Georgia, because I, I, I went um, to school in Clarkston. We lived in Clarkston for several years. So I'm, built, I'm really familiar with that area and that it has a great international presence there. And so I just reached out to the ministries that I was led to as I was doing my research and came across some phenomenal mm-hmm. people. Um, and so it, it, uh, it ties back into, you know, kind of like what you were saying earlier about yourself. And again, these similarities that you and I just keep having, uh, we keep discovering. <laughs> um, I was connected with another woman who has a passion for ministering to women. Um, and it had already been spoken to me, had already been prophesied to me that I also have, um, not only just, you know, a heart in a ministry for young ladies, but also for women as well. And so this Mm -hmm. particular lady that I met, she is, she's Indian and, um, she was born a Christian in, in, in India. Um, so she comes from a Christian family, um, but she has such a passion for uh, linking up with other like-minded Christian women who are from different backgrounds, mm-hmm. different cultures, different nationalities, who have a desire to disciple um, other women and to help bring mm-hmm. them to the Lord and to help strengthen their relationship with the Lord. So that has been a tremendous blessing to me. Um, so we're we're working on building some things together and doing more with that. Um, so right now there are, there are it's about three of us right now, um, and we have a connection with a few other ladies that come from other nationalities that um, just have a desire to minister to women as well. So we're going to come together and continue to pray and seek the Lord on um, how He wants us to build the, the ministry together. And so that's another thing that I'm working on right now. 
Um, and again, like I said, God has just given it to me piece by piece, piece by piece. Yes. And then um, one thing that I've been working on for quite some time is finishing uh, my, my book, um, which is this is the the overall picture, the greatest story of of who I am and where I where I came from, and just continuing um, that ministry piece of of just helping mm-hmm. others to be able to to learn who they are in the Lord and how to build their relationship with Him, no matter where they find themselves. That is mm-hmm. awesome. That is awesome. And again, if if we look at what Mm -hmm. our topic is, discovering your purpose, what better individual to minister to other Mm -hmm. Muslims than someone that was once there to say, you know, I I know where you are. Mm -hmm. I was once there and, and this is where I am today, you know, because of my relationship with mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. And so you had to have that mm-hmm. experience, which is what Rick Warren talks about. A part of the shape is the experience that you had in order to bring them or to mm-hmm. draw them in. And a lot of times we go through different things. We have different experiences so that we can be mm-hmm. a better witness and, you know, whatever capacity God has us wow. to do that in and um, drawing others in and pulling them in. And, of course, in the end, um, leading them to him based off of uh, what we're what we've experienced and Absolutely. what we've gone through. So that that's wonderful. There's some wonderful things that you're doing. <clears throat> and um, I definitely think that. It's a great example of Mm -hmm. what we're talking about, what our topic is today. And uh, one of the other things I wanted to point out with the shape is when Rick Warren talks about our personality and how it ties Mm -hmm. into our purpose. And if you think about it, you have some people that uh, may be more so Mm -hmm. outgoing than others. So naturally, if we're (laughs) leaders... We're going to be mm-hmm. more out front, and we may be like, mm-hmm. "That's a little bit. That's much. Mm-hmm. It's a little too much." Right. But at the same time, you know, it goes back to yes. our spiritual gifts, which you know, God gives us those gifts to help us to operate out front or to do things that we normally may not be able to do in our own yes. capacity. But um, those gift things that He gives us, it kind of pushes us out a little bit more to definitely give him the glory in the end and say, mm. God, if it were for you, I probably wouldn't That's be out right. like this or I wouldn't be <laughs> doing some of the things that I'm doing, but it's all to the glory of mm-hmm. serving him and that shape that he gives us in order to minister and to yes. serve the people as, you know, as we yes. are serving him. That is so good. That's so good. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I and. <laughs> And just in God, um, exposing and helping me to know that I have leadership, you know, giftings and, you know, the gift to teach and things like that, that, like you said, Mm -hmm. require us to be out front. But I'm naturally a very quiet person. I'm very laid back. I can stay in the background. I have no desire to be in the front. (laughs) But like you said, it's Mm -hmm. the spiritual gifts. (laughs) It's the things that you put within 
you know, slowly you got the spiritual gifts, like you said, in comparison to the personality. And he mm-hmm. makes it all work because it's just like, uh-uh. You ask me? <laughs> no, thank you. I know. Of all people. <laughs> my God, you want me to do this podcast? You sure? Oh, my God. Yeah, he picked the perfect person to do this. <laughs> Absolutely. You are mm-hmm. the right one for it. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. And I want us to look mm-hmm. at this scripture. And I want to get some feedback from you. It's Ephesians mm-hmm. 4, chapter 4, verses 11 through 12. And I'm reading from the New King James mm-hmm. Version. And it says, And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. For the equipping of the saints, for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. When mm-hmm. I read this scripture, when you hear it, what comes to your mind as we are talking about the topic, discovering <clears throat> purpose? First and foremost, I love how it starts out um, with verse 11 says, and he, God himself mm-hmm. gave you know I think those words are just powerful in and of themselves um, he himself yes. gave and then the next word is some he gave mm. some so in these what we call mm-hmm. you know the um, the giftings of the fivefold ministry the fivefold. Mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. he gave mm-hmm. some so this this is not for everybody everybody is not to to walk in these particular offices of the the body of Christ and of the church um but they're absolutely necessary you know um mm-hmm. and one of my my mm-hmm. previous pastors said um and this is where I learned that you can't really say that they're that you you're a part of a church or yet that 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 you have a church if these five aren't represented. And it's like, mm, um, like you said earlier, you said yes. something earlier to the effect of, you know, you could have one gift or you could have multiple gifts. You know, you could, you can have mm-hmm. one individual that represents a, an apostle and a prophet, you know, that represents an evangelist and a teacher, you know, so it could be multiple mm-hmm. people or it could be, you know, one or two people but these gifts should be represented you know for that church to be operating mm-hmm. um as a church in the body of Christ in order for that church to be doing what then verse 12 goes on to say that the purpose of these offices these, these gifts are to equip the saints for the work of ministry so all of these gifts mm-hmm. have to work together to help train and equip the people to do the work of the ministry for the edifying of the body of Christ. So I just think that it's, um, it's just absolutely amazing um, that God would give himself these particular Mm -hmm. giftings in these particular offices to say um, these are the, the, the things that I need to be in place so that everybody can be equipped 
to do the work of the ministry because we are all called Mm -hmm. to do the work of the ministry yes yes that is so true and um what I think about as well you've explained it quite well from a spiritual standpoint but even if we could take this and look at Mm -hmm. it from a natural standpoint and again you know for someone who may say well you know I'm not in a church right now or I'm not active but to look at the fact that God is the one that gives us the giftings that Mm -hmm. we have period you know whether it be the uh, gifting to be a singer or to be an actress or to be an artist you know or to be an architect or to be a doctor a lawyer teacher whatever Mm -hmm. those gifts he's given us is to be able to use that Mm -hmm. to serve him to help others you know, we look at how doctors help other people's other people, and we know right. everybody can't be a doctor. Some. Like the scripture talk about some, mm-hmm. you know, some some are meant to be doctors, right. some are meant to be lawyers, some are meant to be teachers. So whatever God has purposed and called us to do, if we're doing it mm-hmm. to the best of our ability and we're doing it in excellence, we're serving God and we're That's helping good. other people. And like you said, that a, a big key in doing these things is mm-hmm. operating in integrity and doing the right things and, you know, not just doing things out of the fact of for monetary gain. Of course, you know, the money will come if we're doing what right. we're passionate about. You know, we're allowing um, these giftings that God has given us to operate. And we're allowing our personality and our experiences, all these things to tie in, you know, in the end, we'll be walking and operating in the purpose that God has called us to do. And that ties into, again, serving him as well as us being able to serve others as we are Mm -hmm. obedient and, and understanding why God created us. And what it is that we're called to do. Because I can't do, you know, everything, even though you and I, like we said, mm-hmm. we have some things that are similar, but there are certain things that you can do that right. I can't do, and vice versa. There are certain people that God has mm-hmm. specifically called you to, certain women, certain youth, and, you know, he, and that goes back again to uh, why, why God has placed mm-hmm. you in the church you're in, why He has placed you in the community you're in, you know, in the household you're in so that um, we can use those different things that he's given us to be able to touch the lives of those that we come into contact with Mm -hmm. or that we are connected with. And I always remember for me, wherever job or career that God has placed me in at whatever season I'm in it is for Mm -hmm. a purpose. So I know, you know, when I was in my previous job, you and I kind of talked about it, laughed mm-hmm. about it. It was a lot of drama, <laughs> you know, but I knew that God called me there to somehow help to create yes. some type of peace mm-hmm. in that environment, you know, whether it be to for me playing my gospel music in the morning That's to right. calm the atmosphere or whether it be me mm-hmm. talking to some of the teachers 
when they were going through certain things, you know, I would call them in the office and I say, okay, let's talk. Right. Let's get this out. You know, and so at the end of our conversation, whether mm-hmm. it led to me praying for them or just letting them vent, when they walked mm-hmm. out, they felt better. So just just understanding, you know, uh, how God has shaped us and where he places us and being able to fulfill that purpose that he's right. called us to fulfill. That's right. Very well stated. Well, I thank you so much, Saida, for this amazing conversation we've had about discovering your purpose and I hope that for those that listen to this podcast, that it helps yes, them thank as you for well. Having me. It's been a pleasure. You are so welcome. Thank you again. Um, this is SSSN Sip and Girl Talk podcast. And our topic this evening was discovering your purpose. So until next time, have a great one.